Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. This, this is our preview of the national title game. The college football playoff title game. Actually, I should put it that way, right? Because as noted UCF fan and advocate, dare I say Stan? Jason Kirk, quick to point out what we're going to crown on Monday when Georgia plays Alabama in the finest battle of two teams from Georgia and exotic, definitely far away Alabama to determine a national title. It'd be a subway series if we had any sort of public transportation. Watch two dads fight over a parking spot at Lowe's. Yeah, but as Jason is quick to point out, this is a battle between uh, two teams who are not UCF. Isn't that right? Um, Well, I mean, first of all, the thing is, uh, it's it's incorrect that Georgia's playing Alabama. Georgia's playing UCF for the national title. Oh, oh, I wasn't aware. Yeah, um, there's been a misprint and it's going around and there's like lots of like lots of ads and promos. I think maybe they prepped them wrong or something, but um, Georgia UCF is the, is the scheduled title game. You can look it up it, it, at an, at an outlet. You actually, uh, actually trust, I guess. 
I mean, if you if you had to pick which team, to, let's let's pick a metric, whether it should be UCF or Alabama, and I don't know. Let's say starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Let's just use that one, just for. I mean, here we are. I, where's Alabama on this list? Hmm? Nowhere. UCF, they got a playoff quarterback. They got the power of Bortles. They're the cradle of... Now, I know what you're going to say. What about Florida? Nobody's talking about Florida in the national championship game. No, Nobody. No. Nobody. Florida shouldn't Florida shouldn't even be allowed to buy tickets to the game. Florida should have it... Bla- it this game should be blacked out in Gainesville. You should just have to watch a rerun of Frazier. Frazier is delightful and has nothing to do with offense. Is it is it offensive though? Does it have offensive humor? Not really. I mean, some of it has well, perfect aged for Florida, super then. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so well by that by that metric, let's see. Um, Nick Foles, NFL quarterback. Uh huh. Yeah, could be in over Alabama. Yep. Uh, there. Well, there's a coaching situation there, so. <laughs> that yeah. would be that would be un for hey I mean the good news no, is Arizona I don't even think you know what if Les just rolled up we joked about this before like oh if they just showed up would anybody you know say anything about it haha ha, that's funny it ain't a joke Les Miles rolled up and just started I don't know rolling up his sleeves shaking hands hire hire Herm Edwards as a defensive coordinator <laughs> I could do it all. <laughs> It's not you know, a conflict. I'm. I don't believe in conflict. It's not a conflict. I'm all about conflict. The conflict only conflict is, you, is is what other people say you can't do and what you know you can do. And I know I can coach this team's defense and that other whole team. Maybe they could also hire Scott Frost as offensive coordinator. Just, just because Scott will finish the drill, right? He'll go. Well, I don't know. I'm already working for Nebraska. They'd be like, Yeah, but have you considered Arizona? Oh God, that's what's good. that's gonna be Scott Frost's legacy. He's gonna he's not gonna coach at all there. He's just gonna go out on loan, and Nebraska will be like, "But he's still our coach." Be like, he hasn't shown guys. He's literally never coached for you, but he's under contract to us, and we just loan him out because we're good and we're good neighbors. Know. Yeah, based on what I've seen, both teams will go undefeated. I don't if, if Scott Frost is just coaching half of them. It's gonna it's just gonna work just fine. Let's let's agree that. Georgia-Alabama is for a national championship. Is that fair? That's fair. By if the way, they were to, if they were to play, yeah. If, 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 if this hypothetical SEC championship game, which did not happen, were to happen in this bizarro land, and, like, who could even imagine what this would look like if Georgia were to play Alabama in a SEC championship game of great import who, during a dream season? Definitely nothing soul crushing would happen for Georgia. We know that. Yeah, they would go, they would not just go to the five yard line. They would get the ball all the way into the end zone, just to use a metaphor. Definitely. Right, right. Or or they wouldn't get close, or like they wouldn't toy with emotions. It would either be success or failure, not 95% of success. Right. Our, Our teams from our state just don't do that. Right. This is, by, this is, by the way, is there any state of its size, reputation, money, position, geographically, and culture that has underperformed like the state of Virginia? Because In, in football? In, discuss- any, in anything, really, but particularly in 
particularly in football, I know it's ACC territory, right? Which historically has been your best athletes play basketball. That's fine. But for what it is, man, like they're Virginia's so bad. Like they're like sub North Carolina, right? Virginia Tech, don't don't claim them Virginia. Virginia Tech belongs to the Republic of Appalachia. All right. It is a free it is a free state. That's technically a NASCAR property. Yeah. And, and the people that they build, right? They come from all the spots in Virginia where they're sort of excluded by, I don't know, UVA types traditionally. That's who they build, right? You get like people from New Jersey who are like, yeah, I'll get a little culture. I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll, I'll, I'll go, you know, I'll go somewhere exotic like Blacksburg. You get people from like Hampton Roads. You get you get all of these like sort of you know non non typical pipeline, basically like everything you wouldn't think of as like mainline Virginia, right? In the most negative sort of like I don't know guy named Tucker kind of way, right? That's Virginia Tech. Don't claim them. You don't get to do that. All right? They do math and they're not cool and they're good at football, so you don't get to claim them. So we're literally to be clear, we're I don't know six ish minutes into our national championship preview. And we're yeah. ragging on UVA. Yeah. That's uh, that's correct. If you want to rag on, I mean, and I don't know why we're talking about a national championship when we're talking about Virginia Tech, just to return to another God. old joke. Can you say I anything a, good? Can you say anything good about Richmond before we go? I have a, I have a question. Yeah. Hmm. How did we start talking about Virginia? I don't know. I, I have no oh, idea how was- Spencer led us here. A ran- random thought, just basically that, you know, Georgia sometimes disappoints when it comes to football, correct? Like our teams. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Right, Got the it. state, Got right? But but no state's more disappointing, generally speaking, than the state of Virginia, right? In, in a lot unless of ways, yeah. Unless you're counting them Dukes, baby. Woo! Go jam you. Yeah, hey, this could be a dual national title preview. The <laughs> the FCS game, the one no one has any complaints about, like, it's <laughs> time. You know, going to be riots in the streets if Bama wins, but the FCS one is—it's a one versus two. It's totally legit. It's what they would have set up before the season began. Everyone's happy. Everything's fine. So we could, we could just talk about that one for an hour. No, Listen, if if, if we're if we're going to talk about if we're going to talk about traditional disappointments, I want to take that and spin it on on its ear for a second. Spencer, how is a sword made? Well, I believe a sword is made when you take uh, metal. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Typically an alloy because you can't just take like a big piece of steel. Like it's got to be finely tempered and layered, right? Um, you got to take it. You got to melt a bunch of that down. You have to get somebody who's super skilled to build like, or you know what? You don't. Let's just say you're buying a budget sword. Budget sword buyer that you are. You call Bob Diaco. You still got to get. Some... Right. You call Bob Diaco. He goes <laughs> up to his smelter in the back. You take a bunch of metal, right? And then he makes you. The uh, the civil conflict of swords, right? They may not be the best, but it's basically a big piece of metal that's been hammered into uh, a long shape and then given a sharp edge. Correct. Now I, I want to go back there. Hammered against what? Usually an anvil. Yeah. Right. And now, now let's think of let's think of the humble anvil for a second here. It's immobile. It's not particularly useful as a weapon itself. But it's an essential part of the sword-making process. Without it, you have no sword. And if we think of this national championship game as the ultimate sword fight, 
where two teams will battle in a way that you don't throw a sword, so it kind of fits here as well. Tennessee is that anvil, okay? Both of these teams strengthened on the immobile, sad, slightly burnt anvil that is Tennessee volunteer football. They wouldn't be here without the opportunity to just pound and pound and pound and pound against Tennessee to get sharper. How sharp? So sharp that they, what, went like a combined 100 to 7 against the Vols. But that's that's a step on the journey is all I'm saying. Like, you know, even the lowliest orc that gets killed first in a Lord of the Rings movie, he's part of the process, man. Go Vols. It's an admirable way to look at it, right? <laughs> but but like, damn, what does that make Vandy? <laughs> Vandy's Vandy, Vandy's when you're like, mm, I don't Vandy's know, we the like Vandy's a- the bellows, okay? It's Vandy the water you just dunk it into <laughs> afterwards. Like, gives no resistance, just cools them off. Because at least Tennessee's offering some resistance. Vandy, I don't know, man. You're like water. You just flow on to that job with a VC firm. Or I think firm. Vandy's just like the sword website. Where it's just <laughs> like, you point and click, and yeah, deal's done. You got a sword. That was all the work you had to put in. Yeah. I think in this, it just for reference... I think Florida and this would be the sword tri- the sword pyramid scheme that did not go well and resulted in the arrests of eight in the Gatlinburg area in 1998. You made a gun. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 No, it's a sword that shoots bullets. It's different. It's not a gun. It's a sword that shoots bullets. Mm. It can it, open meaning ca- open carry. meaning y- you hold it by the uh, you hold it by the blade. It's bad for everyone. <laughs> That's amazing. Really want to use it? Have we? We should discuss a, I guess, a few things about you know the game. Sure. Um, which is this? My number one question is: uh, Do do we think either team scoring more than like twenty four? Yeah, I do. I think I think there will be at least one special teams play or defensive scoring play or somebody getting like a short field or something. And I think like somebody will probably breach 30. Last time they played, what was it, like 32-28, something like that? Well, the last time they played was when Bama just... Dis- the actual last time they played or oh, the last right, time right. they played? Right. The last yeah, time last- they played that mattered. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that sound- I think that sounds right. That would have been the 2012 SEC championship, if memory serves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was, that, was a clo- that was a close game, admittedly, with, I think, a very... A very different Georgia offense in a lot of ways. Like, actually, in some respects, this offense is is better than the one that they faced. Uh, okay. Oh, I only say that because this is just if you have two running back and you can average a pretty healthy, like, strop in terms of of pace, in terms of how many yards you get, it's just a little it's a little easier. That's if you can get it. If you can't, it's worse, right? Like, if you're, okay, our quarterback didn't have to make some stuff happen. That might happen. If your running backs are getting stuffed, I, man, there's not too many plays I, I can call for you, right? <laughs> Other than, I don't know, toss, zone, ISO, off top, okay, counter, and none of it's working. Jason got to the question I want to ask, which is, why on earth we think a pro-style running attack, or at least like a sort of non-quarterback run game, has any chance against this defense because 
I know that you rarely beat Alabama. I know that you rarely move the ball. And I know that you rarely rush for more than 100 yards on them, even if you have two running backs. But I know that the teams who've done it, not exactly your standard like single back or pro-style run game. No, that hasn't happened, right? Everyone's hung up on, oh, man, it's a Saban assistant. Saban assistants don't beat Nick Saban. We all knew that. But the thing you can prove, like, statistically over time, it's going to be real hard to gap them out. It's going to be real hard to see anything like what you saw against Oklahoma where, I don't know, you get three guys shipped in the wrong way and suddenly there are four blockers on one guy. That will not happen against Alabama. This is my nightmare about how the playoff would turn out, by the way, that Alabama would sneak in and be able to play slug ball because the one team that could give them fits would get knocked out that first round of games, which happened. Was Oklahoma. Yeah, when Georgia knocked out Oklahoma. Lane Kiffin has literally said almost everything you just said. Basically, that this is the matchup that they wanted. Um, the 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 defense was the story of the Sugar Bowl, not Clemson struggling on offense. Because, like, Clemson looked great in the ACC championship game. Kelly Bryant had a good... The only game Clemson had lost was when they didn't have Kelly Bryant. So, like, we kind of easily glossed over what happened in that game. And A, it was a reflection of how amazing Deshaun Watson was and how we probably didn't appreciate him enough when he was uh, in our sport. That said, this was still a deep team with established playmakers and coaches who knew what Alabama, like they knew they were prepared for Alabama and it just didn't matter. The fact that Clemson got held to six points and basically dick in terms of yardage should terrify Georgia fans right now because the whole book on Alabama all year long was like, well, the defense is good, but it's not quite the same thing as it was before. And like, you can get some number, you know, you watch the Mississippi state game and you're like, yeah, you can get some, but I don't know if, I don't know if Georgia is the team that can do it minus unveiling something that they haven't done. And maybe they will do that. They showed they showed a great ability to um, to adjust against Oklahoma. They're definitely going to have to do that if they want to beat the Tide. So those three week games of Alabama's this year that everyone thinks of, LSU, where, yeah, the score was lopsided, but LSU outgained Alabama. The Mississippi State game that was close and the Auburn loss. Bama had a ton of injuries for all those, and they still have quite a few, especially at linebacker, but they've gotten a lot healthier over the last month and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Bama we saw against Clemson, that was quite a bit more representative of what this team um, has been for most of the year and will probably be uh, during this game. You know, Georgia's going to score more than six points, but that was like actual Bama. So, um, mm-hmm. It, yeah. Yeah, it was it was fun seeing them get get beat up by Auburn and all, but that was kind of their uh, Clemson game against Syracuse. You know, everybody gets one of those per year. Also, can I point out this, that if Alabama manages to slug or full Nelson submission grip their way to another numbing, almost entirely worthless in terms of entertainment national title game, right, through the playoff, who did they go to get there? They went through no championship game. Ding! 
and they went through quarterbacks who have something very important in common. What what is that? Uh, first year starters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They get two first year starters to roll through, if that's the case. Yeah. All are Bama gloom. Let's let's slightly push it to the side because Jalen Hurts is pretty fun. Jalen Hurts is like the one little sparkling side of this that it will be really interesting to see what he because you know he's definitely he he's probably the best mobile in terms of running the ball in terms of when he decides to run the ball he's probably the best quarterback that Georgia has faced in that regard. And they've played some mobile court, you know, the Notre Dame game, the Mississippi state game, um, Georgia tech, obviously they, they have faced some guys who can run, but Jalen Hurts is a big dude, just a big, 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 big man. It's, it's unsettling. Sometimes he's, he's not Cam Newton big, but he's kind of like your, uh, if you were ordering, uh, if Cam Newton is the, uh, soda you order for yourself, Jalen Hurts is the soda you order for your 10-year-old. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I think that's right. If the soda you'd order for your 10-year-old was also a high school powerlifting champion. Right, right. Right? It's I'm the pretty... soda you'd order for your 10-year-old if you live in Georgia or Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> does this does this have androstenione in it? Jesus, that's, that's straight up steroids. Damn right. Raise them right. Go dogs. Tide need help. The tide are going to yeah. need him in eight years. <laughs> They're going to need him. You give him big Papa pumps, big signature, un FDA licensed, performance enhancing. They're technically not performance enhancing because that would open us to a different spectrum of legal liability and scientific oversight beverage. Now, let's move. Prog- let's stop with prognostication. Let's move straight to what outcome will cause maximum pain and anguish in the college football universe. Hmm. I think I think it's probably Georgia winning. And here's why. Uh, okay. Because A, here we here's here's how I'm going to run through it. A, it's going to infuriate Alabama fans because now they've seen their team lose two consecutive national title games under Nick Saban. Um both happened after Lane Kiffin left. No, no, no. Maybe he went to Magic Boy the whole time. And they have to do it at the hand. Now you have the whole disciple thing uh, turned on its head. Now you have, oh, is Kirby the chosen one? Is he the the chubbiest, most special Padawan of them all? That's that's number one. Number two, Georgia, as we all know, has like 12 rivals. So Florida, Auburn, Tennessee, Georgia Tech, uh, probably throw in South Carolina in there just for the hell of it. All will be furious because... They have to watch their rival win a national championship game for the first time in, oh, coming up on 40 years. So that's painful, uh, especially because it's happened so quickly. Auburn gets to feel that double deeply because they beat, they beat Georgia. Oh, how did this happen? How, we beat, we beat the damn dogs. Uh, let's see. We can get Notre Dame shoehorned in here. They'll be furious because they had, they probably had the best chance. To make this happen, they probably had the best chance to keep Georgia out of the playoff altogether. It is mm-hmm. kind of fascinating to imagine what would have happened if Notre Dame beat Georgia 
the rest of the season plays out as it is, and now we have a two-loss SEC championship game, SEC champion that we have to decide. Is Bama still getting in? And if they are... <laughs> Just put Bama at three. Put Bama at three at the dogs at four. <laughs> Bama just moving on up. Yeah, it asks a lot of like weird questions. I think I feel like that's a good amount of frustration that we get to generate across across college football. Whereas Alabama winning is just sort of like, yeah, Alabama won another national championship. We're all like kind of. I don't know. <clears throat> okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't think okay. this is the year that you get that reaction. I think if Bama wins, you see just openly, not my president. There's people yeah. refusing. Like, they're already uh, <laughs> online, at least. People are but already... why? But why? Just because they don't think Alabama should have been in the playoff in the first place? There's that, yeah. And, they, uh, just like, held the, they just held the number one seed to six points. Like, yeah, it's, I, it's, everybody said believe... the same shit about Ohio State the first year of the playoff, and then they beat Alabama, and nobody said dick about it anymore. Nobody Partly was listening to TCU and Baylor fans. Been, there wasn't this shiny undefeated object that you could point at and say like, okay, no, I like sure. that one better because it's not mm-hmm. the SEC. Also, and let like me read the way it broke down. The committee mm-hmm. really fucked this one up. If you're trying to bury the undefeated non-power team, don't let them play the team that beat two semifinalists. Cause if they sure. pull off this win, now you have this, like, you know, it's, it's the kind of argument that you can, you can sell as like bigger evidence than it is. UCF beat Georgia. UCF beat Auburn, which beat Georgia, and beat Alabama. That sounds really, really tidy. The committee shouldn't have done that. This is why they put TCU and Boise in a bowl game, exactly. in a BCS game, mm-hmm. just so they could be like, ah, we don't, no, no pelts for you, sorry. You Let me UCF, just have UCF play Penn State. If UCF beats Penn State, this whole thing, no one, no one, you know, it doesn't take off. Okay, give me the name of the biggest, dumbest, cruelest, stupidest billionaire. Like just in theory, Donald Trump. Uh, oh, uh, okay, oh, I, I, okay, cool. <laughs> he no, said, bil- he said billion. Wait, he said billionaire. Oh, he said billionaire. Yeah, misheard. Yeah. Okay, if I just said the line, the the line, and and is followed, I don't want to do that, to Bama. I don't, I don't dislike him that much. Okay, so I'll just pick a random one. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. Okay. Definitely yep. not. Definitely not someone who's contributed to the downfall of society and is. <laughs> Miserable and awful and crappy like a Walmart for the brain. No, um, Mark Zuckerberg wins the lottery. Like that, that's, that's that's what this right. would be, right? Right. <laughs> this is, right. This is this is. Oh look, Bama gets another one, and we get a reinforcement of the most dismal way to coach and play the game. This suffocating, horrible talent frittering. Yeah, I'm sure. That, that but third, wait, that wait, third, why is third. why is that not true of Georgia? Let me ask, why is that not true of Georgia? That's not true of Georgia for one reason. Okay, and that one is this: um, when was the last time Georgia was even here? When was the last time? No, Georgia no, no, no. Won? I I agree with that. But if we're just saying, if we're just saying that it rewards this, <clears throat> you know, punishing slow, grind you until your bones are paced brand of football that we don't like that we're saying that that's the case it doesn't matter who went i mean alabama has has thrown i believe more passes this year than georgia yeah alabama's thrown 27 more passes this year than georgia has i don't know man georgia just gave the world a hundred point rose bowl yeah yeah i'll, I'll put that for some reason and they threw the ball more- 29 times in a double overtime game <laughs> 
Yeah. Efficiency. Efficiency. That's fine. I, I, they I threw would for say, 210 I th- yards. I, I would say this. Statistically, not that much different. In fact, maybe more exaggerated version of that on paper. And when you watch it, it's entirely different. I can't exactly explain why. It's different. You know what else makes it different? Bama's got like 38 national titles. That's the number we're focusing on today. 38. Go go find them, okay? Georgia's got two. And the last one happened when uh, neither of you were alive. Thank God. Okay? I remember it. And, do you, and I remember the aftermath. Do you know what the aftermath was? 25 years of delusion. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here we go. So here we go. This is my favorite thing. Because, okay, hypothetical. Let's say Kirby pulls this off. It could be the worst thing that ever happened to him. Okay? Well, because no, he'd he'll pull just, it he'll off. just get the New York Giants job. It's fine. Oh, and then what? We get we get ten years we get ten years of him never doing this again. <laughs> right? We get we get ten years of, well, I can't believe I can't get like two basically perfect running backs the schedule to lay right, everyone else to suck when I need him to suck in order to just steamroll them. I don't know, a nine six game in the national title to win it. Right? Because that's that's what you, like you want a sign that this is actually turned, right? You want like, man, Georgia beat him thirty-four to eight. Right? We made Nick Saban. We made Nick Saban give up. We made Nick Saban quit. Yeah, we made Nick Saban quit. Nick Saban cry. Dogs are back. Dogs are back. Nick Saban Mm. takes the Arizona job, just slinks off. (laughs) And like I'm not I'm not saying Kirby can't do that, right? I'm not saying that it has to be one or the other. You could get a Midland version where they win it this year and it it never happens again. Because guess what? I've seen better coaches do that right sure like yeah i've seen better coaches do that in like year two or year three and it never quite pans i mean i mean jimbo fisher just fucking left florida state he -hmm. had he had a contract that literally gave him no reason to leave he continued to dominate recruiting in the state he yeah listen bud could get on here and give us the 18 different things he needed to do but they all he he would have been allowed to do all of them he could have fired any assistant he wanted. There was like it, that was his program. He had the the he had the latitude and the built up cred and the I think reasonable excuses of what happened this year to weather that storm fine. And he just said, "Nope, moving on." Nah, out. So Kirby Smart, head coach of the Longhorns by twenty twenty five. Well. That'll be awkward since Texas will be in the SEC by then. But yeah, I guess so. I guess that'll work. I mean, I, I, I will just I will just say this: if you assume that this is the kind of thing where you go, "Oh man, Kirby stole Kirby stole the ring," he's the keeper now. Okay, you can go ahead and assume that. Go back and look at what Alabama's done under Nick Saban. That's a singular quantity, right? Go back and look. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is the one that just like if you just go, "Oh man," like historically, the one that just is. So baffling to me. Like Mac Brown, we joke about Mac. Mac's a good coach, and you know what he was in charge of? All the money in the most like football crazy state in the union. And you know how many he got? Uno, Uno. That's it. That's the, and he got a shot at another. That's it. These are rare, right? Alabama fans, you're mutants. 
you have a you have a skewed, you have a skewed, skewed understanding of reality because this is like an every other year thing for you. Pete Carroll did it without a ton of recruiting challenges around him. Like Alabama still has to recruit against mm-hmm. Auburn and Georgia and LSU and Florida and Clemson. Tennessee and Clemson and like Florida State. The list goes on and on. Like mm-hmm. Southern California kids, especially in '01 to '05 or so, like. You were going to USC if you wanted to stick. If you wanted to stay close, there was nowhere else you were considering. Pete won two, and they're not counting. They're not really counting them all at this point. Yeah, and you can start going through the list of talent that did that, and that like going through the like players who were on those teams. Go look at near miss teams and look at the list of players who are on those near miss teams. Right, it's an obscenity when you start looking through it and go, "Hi, oh, yeah, I don't." Man, like that's, I mean, and as recently as Jimbo, they had it all. They had dudes who, they had every recruit in Florida for a while, right? Every major recruit who did not play mm, cornerback, linebacker, defensive line, because we almost champ could spot those. Yeah, and they got one. So how many, how many titles would you bet on Kirby winning at Georgia? Oh, based on anticip, based on their current matchup? And on well, based based on where they are today, is Nick Saban still coaching a conference? Because I have that anticipated number zero. That's the number <laughs> zero. Do you know how many Dan Mullen's going to get at Florida based zero. on current lineups? Yeah. Zero. Zero. Right? You know how many Jeremy Pruitt's going to get? Oh, can I get negative? Can he have one subtracted from him that he didn't? Yeah, take one off the board. That's not happening as long as 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 long as Alabama's around. I'll put them down for two. You put them down for two. <laughs> they're, they're, they, you know, they've overtaken Alabama's place on the recruiting pecking order. You know, this this class at least, um, class has a shot to be one of you know one of the five highest rated ever. Um, already got like you know just five star on five star in the quarterback room. I don't know, man. They set up to take over. They really do. Maybe you might be right. Um... That said, college football is a cruel and inhuman place. It really is. It really, really is. Let's do some ad reads for charity, shall we? Yeah, I got one. As if this whole thing hasn't been unpleasant enough for Auburn. Um, I got one from Elliot, who donated to Hurricane Relief back when we did this. He says, Michael Dyer was down. Which, uh, s- sorry. <laughs> sorry, Auburn folks. That's, that's the truth. Auburn, Michael Dyer was down. It doesn't matter though. You still claim the title, so what do you care what I say? What 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 do facts matter? You got you got your ring. It all worked out. Um, Ian. Ian wants to remind the world that we should be grateful that the one double A powerhouse that was the Boston University Terriers football team shut down in 1996 instead of evolving to the obvious powerhouse they would be today, making lower tier ACC and Big Ten teams extremely uncomfortable in non-conference games thank you know i have a weird respect for teams for programs that at some point were just like nah nah let's not do this let's just shut let's use that let's use those scholarships and that money for something else it's fine college football is great there's a lot of it there probably doesn't need to be even even more of, (laughs) of of it at this point i think that's okay i think it's fine that bu just said we're good. We did this for like a hundred years and 
a little bit came of it, nothing much. All right, let's move on to something else. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Terriers. Yeah, um, I have one from Track. I believe is how you say his name, T-R-E-C. If possible, it would be great to hear each of you say your favorite or most absurd Steve Spurrier quote using your most HBC-ist impression. It's what sold me on the podcast years ago. Oh, you ready for this? You want me to just carry them all? <laughs> See how many you can do. Have, have a great time. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, this is uh, This is good. This was uh, concerning Auburn's football dorm that burned 20 school books. Real tragedy was at 15. Hadn't been colored yet. On Peyton Manning. Uh, I know why Peyton came back for his senior year. <coughs> he wanted to be a three-time star of the Citrus Bowl. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got, I got two more. Two. Two more. Uh, which is uh, when he was asked to submit a resume to former athletic director Jeremy Foley to reapply for the Florida job on the firing runs. Well, you know, my resume, you can uh, you can go look down in that trophy case there. That's that, that's what he actually said. And lastly, maybe my favorite quote of his just philosophically of all of them was on his offense to the Gators. Guy said defense wins championships hasn't watched us a lot. Those are those, those are my favorite. There's one there's one good one you're missing that's way back. Way back when Steve Spurrier was at Duke. Mm-hmm. And who was at UNC at the time? Mac Brown. So mm-hmm. Duke Duke beats UNC at UNC. And mm-hmm. Steve Spurrier has the team take a photo at midfield. And Mac Brown says that Steve Spurrier is classless. Give me Spencer. Give me that Mac Brown. Give me Mac Brown saying Steve Spurrier is classless, and I'm going to give you the Steve Spurrier response. Well, I mean, I believe it. You know, with the University of North Carolina, um, where my accent's slightly different because I picked up a Texas accent once I got to Texas. But this is me doing it in the present. Anyway, um, you know, the Tar Heels, we believe in doing things a certain way, and I just I wasn't real happy with the way. Steve Spurrier did that. I, I mean, frankly, I thought it was classless. Why? I've got a better record on that field than he does. That's what Steve Spurrier said. <laughs> He's a mean man. He's a mean man. Didn't he used to call him like like Mr. February? Mr. Football. Yeah, Mr. Football. He used to call him Mr. February, too, just because that's when he won, right? Like signing day, be like, Mac Brown signs a bunch of five stars to go to North Carolina. Spurrier's like, okay. We'll see how that goes in September, <laughs> October, maybe when we meet him in November. Um, a few shout outs to Gerald Wearing, Eric Johns, Christian Hoppins, Ben Raphael. Thank you all for donating. Let's wrap this with predictions. The most unimportant part of literally any sports content that can be possible. Please predict this game that we are all going to watch either way and that you shouldn't listen to us. Because we're almost always wrong, except the Sandman. So, Sandman, you can go first. So, um, my record this season picking SEC games has been perfect, flawless, unparalleled. As listeners surely all agree, no one can recall any I got wrong. Um, Yeah, it's true. This happens to be an SEC game. (laughs) It's not really supposed to be. 
but it is. So I'll go ahead and apply that uh, SEC picking wisdom to the fucking national title game. As mm-hmm. stupid as that is. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say George is going to win the football game. Oh, wow. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, tell, I'm, I'm telling y'all, the, the baton is being passed. Okay. In the, in the, in the, great, the great relay race of unwatchable football. Okay. Spencer? Alabama 24-10. Ooh, man. Yeah, it'll be awful. It'll be awful, too. It'll be the worst. It'll be like, it'll be the worst thing you watch all year. They should have you be the person in the hospital who tells people their, like, their family member has died in a car. Cause you're just like, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, his head cleanly severed. Just, there's no, you're definitely gonna have to do closed casket. Like, we don't, what I'm telling you is we don't know where the head is. That's what I'm telling you. I have to go now. I'm Dr. Me, Spencer Hall. Not like not like the doc. You know, I'm not even a doctor. I just walk. They just hand me the news and I walk in. <laughs> well, I, that man in a tank top just told me that Jerry's dead. Yeah. What you want me to tell you that there's like a gentle way that your man got his head crushed in a vice in an industrial accident? No, I'm gonna lay it out for you. Okay. Yeah, we think he was masturbating. Okay. Yeah, you should know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be honest. Um, let's see. Your husband, he died. Okay, you want to hide died? Shot himself. You know why? He is embezzling. Who from? Your dad, who he worked for. It's going to be fucked up. Sorry. That's my job. I got to go over there and tell that kid that his dad died. Okay? When he was run over by an elephant, which will simultaneously, it'll simultaneously ruin his life, but stimulate his interest in zoology. It's a busy day, and I got a lot of index cards to read, okay? Alabama 2410. Jesus. Um... I will stick with my preservation technique, which worked out well in the semifinals, where both teams I did not want to win did. So Georgia, yes, Georgia is going to win the national championship. And more importantly, that does mean we'll probably get another video. I hope during the postseason trophy presentation, or the postgame trophy presentation, of Alabama destroying the runner-up trophy, because second is for (laughs) bitches and cowards! Britain came in second. What are you fucking British? That's what, that's all we're doing, man. We're just telling all the ways Alabama can't do it, right? You know what? At two o'clock, doesn't exist. Go straight to three o'clock. Okay. Don't want anything to do with second. All right. As hard as it is, imagine Nick Saban playing this podcast for his team as motivational material. <laughs> it, I think it it would it would um, backfire. They'd be a little too confused to focus on how pissed off they are. Well, the grocery clerk and the and the uh, chipper girl both picked Georgia. You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> and you know you know who picked you? The communist. <laughs> okay, the only that's the only people believe it in you. That's sick and twisted, ain't it? You got you got like old busted ass QT coffee drinking Trotsky over here picking your team. <laughs>